Hi, I'm Andrea Linares, Univision News anchor and host of UNews, the podcast. This week, our podcast has a different format as our newsroom adjusts to working in the era of coronavirus. We'll be back to our regular format in no time. Thanks for listening. Today is April 1st, and it's Census Day. Officials are encouraging residents to complete the census questionnaire this week. The effort to count all Americans is a big deal. It determines the number of representatives each state sends to Congress and how federal funds are allocated. So go online and fill out that questionnaire. It only takes 10 minutes. Here are today's top stories. The Trump administration is warning the nation that April will be an especially rough month. The president's medical advisors say that as many as 240,000 Americans could die from the coronavirus, even with social distancing measures in place. This is going to be a rough two-week period. As a nation, we face a difficult few weeks as we approach that, that really important day when we're going to see things get better all of a sudden. And it's going to be like a burst of light. Right now, each state is facing different peaks at different times, underscoring the challenges of a uniform national response. Across the country, cities like New Orleans, Detroit, and Chicago are in line to become the next wave of hotspots. Local officials filling massive convention centers with hospital beds. Meanwhile, the governors of Illinois and New York are frustrated by the lack of a national plan to address the shortage of critical supplies like ventilators. So you have 50 states competing to buy the same item. It's like being on eBay with 50 other states bidding on a ventilator. President Trump says the federal government is keeping almost 10,000 ventilators on standby. Nearly 80% of the U.S. population is now under stay-at-home orders. And while doctors on the White House Coronavirus Task Force say social distancing is still a vital tool, they're looking into whether or not to recommend wearing face masks to protect Americans from the virus. Here's Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert. Getting a much more broad community-wide use of masks outside of the healthcare setting is under very active discussion. But Dr. Fauci stresses he doesn't want this to affect mask supplies for hospitals across the country. Slovakia, Austria, and the Czech Republic now require everyone to wear a mask in public to help contain the spread of the coronavirus. However, the World Health Organization recommends that only people who are sick or taking care of someone who's sick should wear these masks. This is what the World Health Organization's Dr. Mike Ryan said about this. There is no specific evidence to suggest that the wearing of masks by the mask population has any particular benefit. In fact, there's some evidence to suggest the, the opposite. The CDC now says that as many as one-fourth of those infected with the virus could be walking around with no symptoms and transmitting it to others, which makes wearing a face mask much more important. Nearly 100 sailors have tested positive for COVID-19 on the USS Theodore Roosevelt, and Navy officials in a stern memo to the Navy's Pacific Fleet say they expect the number to rise. Captain Brett Crozier wrote, We are not at war. Sailors do not need to die. If we do not act now, we are failing to properly take care of our most trusted asset, our sailors. About 1,000 of the more than 4,000 crew members have been tested so far. The official said about a third of the sailors have been moved ashore in Guam, and that number is expected to rise to 3,000 in the coming days. 
Admiral John Aquilino says none of the sailors who have tested positive are hospitalized or on ventilators and none are in critical condition. According to officials, a plan was being worked on to remove as many people from the Roosevelt as they can, adding that ship evacuees would be transported and managed by military personnel only. And now to the southern border, where migrants crossing into the United States are being expelled to Mexico in an average of 96 minutes, according to a Washington Post report. Under new emergency measures instituted to stop the spread of coronavirus, U.S. border agents are processing Central American migrants before they are even able to set foot in a border patrol station. Migrants are then sent back to Mexico, according to the Post. The outbreak has allowed border agents to expedite deportations, a system long praised by President Trump. Elsewhere in the world, Cuba is suspending all international flights and all foreign ships are being asked to leave. The measures come a week after Cuba implemented a 30-day lockdown, banning tourists and enforcing quarantine measures for residents re-entering the country. Cuba is also suspending its May Day parade for the first time since it began in 1961. And in Brazil, residents took to their balconies and windows clanging pots and pans on Tuesday to express their rejection of Brazilian President Bolsonaro's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. In a pre-recorded address to the nation, Bolsonaro continued to insist that people need to be allowed to work. According to Johns Hopkins data, Brazil already has roughly 6,000 confirmed cases. And in Venezuela, there are now more than 100 confirmed cases. The White House is hoping the coronavirus pandemic will be the last push they need to get Venezuela's leader, Nicolas Maduro, out of office. On Tuesday, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo called the situation there a man-made crisis and he outlined a plan for a transitional government. The Maduro government rejected the plan almost immediately, with the foreign minister saying there were no plans for him to step down. Just last week, the U.S. Justice Department unveiled criminal charges against the embattled leader and more than a dozen other Venezuelan officials. Another failed attempt by the U.S. to oust Maduro on the heels of a targeted campaign of sanctions against him that haven't yet yielded any meaningful results. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. And join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then.